transfer a lot, but sometimes if you're transferring a lot, that usually means you could be the problem. You, maybe at some point it's you. Yeah. Now, and listen, it's not, not as good as you him. thought you yeah. were. Not, that's not on him. That's that's kind of the state of the game. I just he was a guy transferring again. I'm not saying necessarily him. Um, am I? I will admit, am I a little bit bitter? He didn't go to Tech. Yeah, of course, personally, yeah, I am. But uh, we'll see. Maybe the third time is the charm. Last one, and uh, I, I don't think this is a shock. I think everybody saw this coming. Lance Hurd. When he when he did not join LSU in Tampa, we said we felt pretty strongly that he was going to go to the transfer portal. But it was interesting to watch LSU message boards and social media going, "Well, everybody's jumping to conclusions. He is um, he could be sick. He's got the flu. That's not he's not. That's why he's not with them. That was never the case. I trusted my sources. It was correct. I did not want to see personally." Lance Hurt go to the transfer portal. I would have liked to see him stay at LSU, but this is, I think, the least surprising outcome. It He is in the portal officially. BC, I think he's made it known he wants to play left tackle. He wasn't going to play left tackle at LSU, at least this year. I do think he was the left tackle of the future, but it wasn't going to be over Will, at least this season. And, I, look, I think almost everybody now, a high-profile player, they're looking for. They want to play right away. Playing right away, but also where can I make a lot of money? Yep. And it could be at LSU still. That, that's a thing that I think some people still get confused on. Just because you're in the portal doesn't mean you can't go back to your school. You can. Most of the time that doesn't happen, but it has happened before. In fact, Sage Ryan at LSU thing, yep. went in the portal, came back. I hope Lance comes back to LSU personally. If he doesn't, I think the you you have to look at Alabama. You obviously have to look at Ole Miss right now. And then if you if you follow local high school recruiting, high school football and recruiting, I think a wild card could be Miami. Because well, there are some ties to the three one eight. Yeah, well, I think to the, Miami, and I know Lance Hurd and AJ Allen are very, very close. Well, I, I think the Miami connection would be not only AJ Allen, but uh, Dennis Smith, former mm-hmm. Tech assistant. He handled this area a, a lot for Louisiana Tech, and he's now at Miami. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Lance Hurd. I'll tell you this: uh, Bama might want him at left tackle and move old Caden Proctor to a guard spot after the way he looked last night. Well, and, and they might. And look, he's a he he is a great player great athlete too who i'd like to see stay at lsu because i do think he is the left tackle of the future but he wasn't going to play over will campbell nor should he will campbell this year yeah nor should he so i i I get that so we'll see how that ends up uh up next bleed tech blue what you got yeah obviously duncan dogs three game losing streak after they fell 73 70 at grand canyon on saturday we'll break that down conference play starts up on Saturday at Sam Houston State, they also got Dallas Christian tomorrow night. Uh, Dallas Christian, uh, not very good, 3-10. Uh, and 10. Uh, Texter, stay hot. They win 66-49 at Abilene Christian. We got Brooke Store joining us at 6.30. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the college football playoff. Uh, maybe some goals for Louisiana Tech Athletics in this new year of 2024. Look forward to it. Uh, as we end the show today, college football NFL football is as big as ever. 
27.2 million viewers for the Rose Bowl last Woo. night. Top 10 cable telecast all time. It peaked at 32.8 million people. Man. It's impressive. We love football in this country. America. All right, for BC, good stuff today, pal. For uh, John Tabor, Sean Fox, we'll be back same time tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of the Sports Company. We'll see you then. This has been the Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. WWE Friday Night Smackdown is live on Fox. Catch the high-flying superstars as they compete for supremacy in the ring. It's Friday Night Smackdown at 8 Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. At work, I play it all day, every day at work. When Dan Patrick speaks, you better stop and listen. Yeah, where do you listen at? This is the Dan Patrick Show. By the way, we'll uh, play Jim Harbaugh's sound from last night. You talk about an Irish goodbye. He was able to do the uh, one question, see ya. Here, you want to talk to this guy. He didn't want to talk about his future at all. He's, I love how he loves his alma mater. Michigan fans say he loves his alma mater. While he's trying to leverage whatever he's leveraging with the NFL or Michigan to help him with his next job, but he loves his alma mater. He loves his alma mater. Sign the deal. Great money. Sign the deal. You love your alma mater. That's why I still think he's going to the NFL. I think he's going to the Chargers. Still feel that. Yes, Tom. You think the outcome next Monday night plays any role? Win and you want to try to go back-to-back, lose, you want to come back and win one, or has nothing to do with the the better NFL opportunity? I have no idea. There's nobody like Jim Harbaugh. He is quirky. He's odd. uh, But he's great at one thing. I mean, he's great at coaching football. But we'll uh, hear from Jim Harbaugh coming up. But he, I just see him West Coast again. Did it at Stanford. Did it with the Niners. Did it in San Diego when he started his uh, college career uh, as a coach. Oh, I just feel like he's headed back out there and you know, no matter what happens next Monday night. But they are favored by, by four and a half. And he did call J.J. McCarthy the greatest Michigan quarterback of all time, which factually isn't true. Chad Henney, if you want to have stats, look Ooh. at Chad Henney's stats. And if you want to know what Dan Patrick said next, just podcast it. By searching The Dan Patrick Show. And as always, you can listen to Dan Patrick live weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Is there a doctor here? So many of these things are, like, comical to me. I'll give you one thing that's comical to me. I go, Nick Saban, slayed by Jim Harbaugh. I thought Michigan was the better team all along. They have the better quarterback in terms of throwing a football but the game did go overtime correct so they played an entire game and let's be honest michigan had to forge an incredible comeback just to tie the game point is this michigan was tight the only explanation for how could you possibly be that bad on special teams play when their special teams have been good all year and as much as alabama had limitations throwing a football and bill o'brien seemed like he's right I don't know. They played an entire game 
and the score at the end of that entire game was, and then they had to play overtime. The Doug Gottlieb Show, weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> ben, ben, ben Maller, the big dog. I am the greatest effing clown. Ben Maller, the man with all the answers. And anyone who says otherwise is an absolute Ben Maller, the After Hours Specialist. This is the definition of stepping into it. It's the Ben Maller Show. So I've got three Stooges, Alanis Morissette, and Jersey Mike. Weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Kaboom! The most fearless voice in sports is on FS1. The one and only Colin Cowherd is bold, unique, and outspoken. Wow. You can see him on The Herd, weekdays at noon Eastern on FS1 in the Fox Sports app. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe, 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Lead Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Get us on the hotline or the text line, 888-993-7762. As we have entered into 2024 on this January 2nd, appreciate you joining us tonight. I guess right off the top, uh, Sean and I talked about it about 15 minutes ago. Uh, now... It, it's official. Bleed Tech Blue Radio will now go through baseball season and softball season. We've added 10 additional shows because that's what the people wanted. Yeah, demand is hot. Yeah, like we are your number one source for all things Louisiana Tech athletics. We might, we might be the biggest homers there are, but we're going to do everything in our darndest to try to break games down and analyze them for you throughout baseball season. Of course, we'll have Lane Burroughs on here in a couple of weeks. Talk with Josh Taylor, Louisiana Tech softball coach as well. But back, I'm jacked up to be going through baseball season this year. Yeah, it'll be good. Baseball's kind of carried a lot of the hype for the university the last few years. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Been pretty successful. Been on a heater. Uh, So, yeah, we're excited to – we've had some baseball players, friends of the program, on in the past. Yeah, we'll try to get some on here. Try to get a few more on coming up, maybe some basketball players. But, hey, we're looking elsewhere, you know. Anybody, any sport? Hey, we haven't. We haven't had bowling on. It might be time. Well, Beck, you're going to love this. Coming up at 7 o'clock, we're going to talk about our goals for Tech Athletics in 2024, and we're going to take a look back at like the results in the last calendar year. Mm. And I did some bowling research. I know you did. You know why? Because I'm a dog. They deserve it. They do. They deserve it. So uh, that's coming up at 7 o'clock, 6.30. We got Brooke Storr, head coach of the Lady Texters, will join us. Lady Texters are on an absolute heater. We talked about the nine-game losing streak after they won the first two games of the year. They've responded with four straight wins, defeated Abilene Christian 66-49 this past Saturday over there in Abilene, Texas. Uh, 
Good win for Brooks' squad, so we'll talk, catch up with her. Conference play starts on Saturday. Also on Saturday, be celebrating 50 years of Lady Texter's basketball. Oh. So, uh, I thought you were going to say 50 years of marriage, like your anniversary. Don't know nah. if uh, myself is 50 years old, or Brooke, or Tapes, or you. So that'd be a little bit difficult. We might have some in our listening audience that have uh, crossed the old half-century mark. But uh, Hey, shout out to you if you have. Yeah, it's That's a long great. job. Yep. Hope I get there one day. Mm. Um, uh, the men's side, Dunkin' Dogs fall 73-70 on the road at Grand Canyon on About Saturday. About sick of having my heart broken. Back. Ben. Oh, it's tough. These are schools I've never heard of. They're I good, know they're though. good at basketball. Nice arena. But, man, it's like we've lost a coin flip three times in a row. It's what yeah. it feels like a little bit. Makes your heart skip a yep. beat. Makes yep. your heart skip a beat. You right watch the whole game, just dialed in, leading at some points of the game, feeling good about it. Watch it go away. Every team just shoots lights out against us from 10 feet behind the arc. About 100% everybody. I don't know how that happens. Drew said he's been married 42 years, but love bowling. Shout out to you, Drew. You're a real baller. Um, all right. I want to start with the college football playoff. So this is the last year of the four-team playoff. And back if we're being honest with ourselves, we've had some real uh, – bust of games in the college football playoff semifinals over the years. Like, we've seen Bama throttle Michigan State. Louisville made it in there one time, didn't they? Uh, probably so. Uh, was it, I'm sorry, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. I get the red teams. They competed too. a little bit. Who's Cincinnati's mascot? Bearcat. All right. All right. There we I go. Like it. I like it. All We're right. off to a solid start here. Okay. Uh, we, we've seen a lot of blowouts in the semifinals. We didn't get a lot of blowouts last night. Two pretty good games. Uh, two pretty good games that came down to the literal final play. You can't ask for much more than that. You can't. Tell you what, glad it. Florida State wasn't in there. <laughs> Who, the by the way, Seminoles. Got a little 63 burger dropped on them. Yeah. Way to represent the old Knowles in Tallahassee. Oh, did, you, did you see the, the, the Knowles fan? Like, they were still chirping. Oh, yeah. Danny Cannell won't shut his mouth. I... I Listen, I follow Danny Cannell on Twitter, and by God, every tweet he tweets, I see John Tabor following up in the mentions. Tabor's a little keyboard uh, warrior, he'll, he'll are we He'll talk off to Danny Cannell. Doesn't like him. He keeps it simple. Well, But Danny Cannell makes all the excuses. You know the committee's sitting back, cracking open a beer, and just being like, we nailed it. Took a lot of criticism, Darn but right. my gosh, we nailed it. My thing is this, in regards to that game. Georgia... Listen, Georgia wasn't undefeated, but they were in the same boat as Florida State in the fact that they thought they deserved to be in the playoff. Right. And they didn't pack up their bags. Oh, like, it would have been easy to. Like 80% of their team and go home. They said, you know what? I'm about to prove something. Florida State said, man, which, which, I'm going home. Honestly, credit to Kirby Smart. for getting, yes. like Your expectations are national championship or bust. I think that defines the great culture. Oh, yeah, and you get to go into recruiting, and you get to say, like, hey, we didn't give up. We didn't get what we wanted. We don't quit. We don't quit. Drop 63 on them. Yeah. And, hey, we had the water boy playing by the end of the game. If you want to play as a freshman, you might get a chance. They did have Will Muschamp's son getting a few snaps. Hey, at how about that? Will Love was so proud it. of his boy. He was so Love proud of his son. He ain't never sniffed a football field even back in high school. So it's been since middle school since he's been on the gridiron. But it's good to see him yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, all right, back to the playoff. Got Bama. him a little Facebook profile picture, did he? <laughs> Without a doubt, got himself into the PFF uh, player grades. Oh, yeah. Got to clear my afternoon. Got to check my player grades. He'll yeah. be in the snap count total article. Yeah, that's right. Don't read those too closely, though. Why? 
Guys can analyze them the wrong <laughs> way. You know like what I'm it. saying? They don't like it. Uh, all right, Bama, Michigan. Michigan wins in overtime, 27-20. Heck, i got to be honest. I'm happy with for old Jim. Old James Harbaugh. I'm yeah. happy for him. Yeah, I am too. It feels like he's been on the cusp for a long time. He's been close. He's one of the most highly respected coaches around the league. He's not. A, he's real out of date for, for guys like you and I. But, a little bit of weird guy. Well, weird guy. But I'm like, how do you get guys to come here? And we talked about it a few weeks ago. Like, yes. you just win. He's different. Like, you get a pass in a lot of other areas. Like, he is not sitting down relating to all the dudes on the team. I promise you that. He ain't like no it. Scotty Walden in there getting him jacked up, jumping around. Because he physically cannot jump around. He's too old. Yep, yep. But he somehow gets the dudes motivated. It works. The dude just wins. J.J. McCarthy has great hair. Yep. What do you think of him? I okay because Harbaugh comes out. Obviously, you got to believe it was a little bit of whatever. I know he likes his quarterback. Says he's the best quarterback in Michigan history. Uh, if you don't remember, Tom Brady now, went he there. He said college. He said college. What do you mean? That's what I meant. Like, like at Har- Michigan, though. Yes, but, Michigan history. But Brady made his hay in the pros. True. Okay, he didn't win a national championship at Michigan. McCarthy. Okay, so you agree with it a McCarthy. little bit? I, I, I'm not saying. I, I just agree. think it was a little like. Fictitious, a little bit like it might have been, like, but we I, have probably the best one ever to come through this program. But JJ McCarthy is the guy. I'm not saying it's fictitious. I I, I just think that like JJ McCarthy's 26 and one as a starter. Like he's the real deal. Okay, this kid was the number five quarterback in the country coming out of high school. Uh, he's a system QB, you know. Yeah, what pro style system <laughs> quarterback? Like cool. Uh, but I thought JJ McCarthy. Throughout his career at Michigan, I've thought he's been good. I don't think they ask him to do a whole lot. Maybe that's it. Like is he a more, junior, sophomore? Junior, more game manager type of guy. Right, right. But when push came to shove, he made some plays. And he had to drive the length of the field to tie the game. He did it. Yep. I, I think that's big for his career. Yep. Now, what I think would be bigger for J.J. McCarthy's career, regardless of what happens next Monday night, is to say, you know what, I'm going back to school. Because I don't want to be in a draft with Caleb Williams. He, he's not thinking about going to the draft, is he? Yeah. He is. They think he's a late first, early second round No. Pick. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He needs another year. You think? Say it in deer hunting all the time. Need another year. You're one of the Looking best. Looking impressive. Got a lot of potential, but needs another year. Okay. All right? That's JJ. How about, That's JJ and every three-year-old buck. How about right? that stomp they got at running back, Blake Corum? I like that kid. Yep. Finds the zone. He can find an end zone with the best of them. You know, it's interesting to me because I would, I would like him – Harbaugh to to the Saban style, you know, like a little bit just like do everything right, hard yep. nose, yep. not leaning on one guy yep. kind of a program. I agree. I mean, hex of a matchup, Ben. Hex yep. of a matchup. Oh, yeah. I hey, loved it. I'll say this, too. Michigan seemed a little rattled in special teams. Fumble the old punt. Yeah, they uh, got to be thinking this game shouldn't have been point, close. Miss a field goal. You know who the old special teams coordinator is for the Wolverines, who? huh? Jim's son. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A little nepotism. Yeah. I love it. I love it. But nonetheless, Michigan gets it done in overtime. Saban, Saban's reign is over. I'm sure he'll coast into retirement. I'm sure Jalen Milrow will hit the portal and Bama will be back into the Southland. Co- Never mind. No, they won't. It's not happening. It's not happening. All right. Texas, Washington. Michael Penix, pretty good. Yeah, he made some big time throws. That dude can dot a football. Uh, it's you know the the one minded playing for the Jags. Yeah, the <laughs> the issue with him is that he's a lefty and it looks weird. It does look a little different. You know, have you seen Twitter? Will do Twitter's great. Internet's great. Undefeated. 
it'll do these things where it'll switch them around. They did it with Tua. Yeah. You you look at Tua and you're like, man, something's just funny about him. They make him a right hander, like mirror it, and Does you're like, dude, better? he looks like a he looks like anybody you would ever. Michael Penix looked right. Yeah. Oh, just same thing. Real deal. Yeah. You flip him around, it's like, man, he looks unbelievable. Played a little bit of Indiana during the COVID year. Transfers out to Washington. They've now won 21 in a row. I thought Texas was going to win this game by two touchdowns. Then I watched Quinn Ewers play the first quarter, and I was like, yeah, Ewers probably do? I don't think Ewers is that good. I, you don't? A lot of hype. What think we get, can get him at Tech? Got paid a mill at Ohio State. <laughs> Maybe if Arch runs him off. Come on, Cuppa. Uh, I don't know. I, I just thought Ewers was rattled or something. He didn't look that good. It's like he... he He's real good at wide open wide receivers. He is real good at real wide good. open receivers. Uh, and it's not like real bad otherwise. It's just like something. You're he doesn't like, look comfortable. It's just out not there. special. Yeah. It's like he's he's really just a. I don't know. He screams like 10 year backup for yes. the Ravens or yes. something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He sure does. Like he screams. Uh, Matt know. Castle. Yes. Is that not a great oh, comparison? Man. Like he could win some games. Yeah. Probably not going to be the face. No, he's not Josh Allen. Or maybe. Little Samson going on, cut his hair, and he's not Superman anymore. I don't know. It, it looks weird without the mullet. Not looks gonna weird. lie. Now, if you're Arch Manning, you'll be licking your chops. Oh, you know, like, Arch oh, over there. The selling. door is cracked. I saw open, Arch my put friends. his helmet on on the sideline. You did, yeah, yeah. You just got popped pretty good. Didn't Yo. know if he was looking for a Facebook pick or what, but yeah, because what's the other guy that transferred? To Malik say? Murphy. Malik Murphy. He transferred. Yeah, he is out. So uh, I'm gonna be quite the QB room next year. I'm gonna say this too. Those Washington receivers, there's some dudes. Now, if you're Quinn, are you thinking, man, What worst case scenario is I don't come out for draft, right? Yeah, he's not coming out. He's not coming out. But then you get benched halfway well, through the year I've for Arch. About that. And then so, you got to come back another year. Well, you think about this. Texas entering the SEC. Schedules probably doesn't have Texas Tech on it. Probably yeah. doesn't have TCU and Baylor either. A little much for old Arch, you think? Well, I'm just saying, like, Ewers loses a couple games early oh. on. <laughs> oh, fan base in Austin's like, boy. I mean, they're already doing that. We're paying Arch a lot of money to sit this pine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and. Uh, it's going to get interesting. Let's flip the script. I don't know. I think I think Tech shoots for Ewers. I do. I think we can get him. Maybe. You want to NIL him or? Nope. Just, just sell them on the just trajectory. sell them on the dream, man. Okay, Boston, hey, Louisiana, I know, baby. I know we've been three and nine, three seasons in a row. But we, come we can and, flip that around, be nine and three all day long if you come here. Maybe we can apply for an extra year for smoke. Think that'll get him? Maybe. Think Cyrus will come back? <laughs> no. Trey Harris, what's up, dog? <laughs> come back. We need you. <laughs> all right, tapes. Go ahead, take our first time out. We come back. We're gonna talk about these bowl games. Bowl games have become an absolute debacle. Oh. They've become an absolute debacle. We're going to solve your issues. You're listening to Bleed Take Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, 
courtesy a great place to buy a car Hey DQ fans, the leaves are changing and that only means one thing, the new Fall Blizzard Treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough, Pumpkin Pie, Oreo Hot Cocoa, Caramel Fudge Cheesecake, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Pie, and the Choco Dipped Strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy it tastes good. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back. Watching the fighting Dusty Mays of Florida Atlantic get beat by East Carolina 14-13 to in the first half. I hope you don't have the first half money. No, I don't. Not on that one. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. On my DMB list. I tell you what. They make that cream puff arena at FAU look a lot bigger than it really is. I love the the palm trees on the court. Yeah, those are beautiful. They're not blooming this time of year, so they make them brown on the court. I love Mm, it. Love it. Um, All right, Beck. It's been three years since Tech went to a bowl game. You used to love them. Boy, did you love them. You know I'm a big bowl game guy. And... You know, our our friends up in Lynchburg, Virginia, the Liberty Flames, they got beat 45-6 to by Oregon yesterday. Didn't exactly represent Conference USA too hot. Now, what do you think about that? I mean, that's... I thought that Oregon was probably a top-six team in the country, and when you run into Bo Nix with 51 touchdowns and three picks, that's kind of what's going to happen. Hey, shout-out to Bo Nix for playing. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. Shout out to Bo Nix. Made a stellar uh, career reversal and started balling out. Well, besides the Liberty result, obviously it wasn't optimist or optimal. No one wants to lose forty five to six. Bowl games in itself. Have they become totally irrelevant or insignificant? You know I saw did you see what Saban said about it? No. So he he says, uh, you know, bowl games used to be, like, a great thing. You used to have – it was a way for teams to celebrate, like, hey, we had a Finishing good season. Yeah. yeah, like, we had a good season. We were 9-3, and three, eight, seven, six, whatever. Like, that's a good season. You had a lot of success. It was a, a fun way to um, extend the season for the guys, give them experience they've never had before, um, play for some significance, play some different schools, like – He's like, I'm for that. I'm also for the playoff system, but I'm not going to – like, the playoff system has ruined that. Now you have the games that matter, and next year's going to be even worse, or whenever they expand. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to be worse. You're going to have – how many teams? 12? Yes. You're going to have 12 teams, and you're going to have a couple bowl games that nobody gives an absolute you-know-what about, and it's just part of it. Now, like, I'm for that. Saban's for that. But he's also saying, like, hey, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make it worse. Now – 
I don't know the, like the financials. You know, that would I would say like that's probably part of what makes a bowl game a success yeah. or not. There's people watching somewhere. I don't care if it's grandma well, or I, a degenerate I, in his I, mom's basement I betting on the game. I think that's why we see 41 bowl games. ESPN gets to sell commercials. Yeah, they sell, I mean, somebody's making money somewhere, and as long as that's happening, they're going to get over there being 12 butts in the seats. And, and I think a, a lot of it, you know, you see all the opt-outs, and I don't know that I necessarily blame players for opting out. Now, if you're a fourth-round pick and you opt out, I think that's pretty stupid. Like, Because let's be honest with each other. Going into last night, Michael Penix was probably a late first round pick, second, you know, early second. Based on that one game, he's probably got himself into the top ten. Granted, that was a playoff game. I get that, but that's the last time people are going to see him, and he balled, and that's out. what they're going to remember. Now, here's my question: Are you going to start seeing? Can they do that? You're going to start seeing NIL deals that say, "I'll pay you," but if you're in a bowl game, you're playing. Okay, that's a good point. I think that if you are signed to an NIL deal, I I do think that there will whoever signs you to that NIL deal will try to get you on the field as often as they but possibly But then you're going to have a bunch of fake injury reports. Possibly. I also have seen... You can't tell me my hammy's not pulled. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the hammy's You're going to really tell me it's tugging. not hurting? Yeah, it's All right. really tough. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I've also seen the idea thrown out like, well, why don't we just get the bowl games to pay the players? And my question would be, why... For one, why would the bowl game or the sponsor of the bowl game want to pay the players? Secondly, like, are you pay are you playing for ten thousand dollars? Okay, if you're a first or second round pick, that's a business decision and a pretty easy one to be like, uh, I'll 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 be all right. Well, Beck, think about ten thousand dollars for eighty five players. Like, that's just one side of the field. Yeah, like that's not feasible and it's an expense they're not paying now so they're not just going to willingly want to pay it well and are you going to be like well we're only going to pay 10 players okay well what do you think player 11 is going to say that's right like it's never going to work it's more it's more to me it's got to be an expectations thing like it's just going to take a few years for this to play out and people to get over it and then that's what bowl games will be and then the expectation will be different i had a buddy at bleed tech blue came up with an idea all right next year yeah, obviously. Well, first off, he said, I, I think the the bowl game aspect has a lot of value to G5 schools in comparison to Power 5 schools. And I would agree with that. I think Western Kentucky, winning that bowl game was huge for them. Like, I'm not saying they're not losing guys to the transfer portal, but that was significant for them to play in a bowl game. Right. Same thing goes for Rice. Same thing goes for Tulane. Same thing goes for Bowling Green. Same thing goes for Miami of Ohio. You get the point. Power 5 school is not as important. But now, if you own a company that has the means to sponsor a bowl, why would you sponsor it? The opt-outs and the the transfer portal is an issue too because of the dates of the transfer portal force you to go in before a bowl game. So then your coach either has to allow you to play the bowl game or you're not a part of his roster, Mm -hmm. which hurts his roster numbers and diminishes the product. Now here's the idea to solve it. Tell me what you think. P5, G5, separate for playoffs. 24 teams in each division make it. 24 Power 5, 24 G5. Only 48 teams make the postseason. Right now, we got 82. Mm. So the postseason becomes far more significant Mm -hmm. in terms of the season that you have to have. Seeds 9 through 24 play in round 1 to play against the top 8 teams 
for that get a buy into round two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Otherwise, everything else is an exhibition and it's meaningless. You have eleven regular season games, one conference championship weekend starts last weekend of August. Week one of the playoffs starts last weekend of November. Weeks three, two through five, December with the championship on New Year's Day. Then you open up the transfer portal. January 2nd through January 10th. I've never understood why the transfer portal needs to be open for 30 days. Because point blank, it doesn't. I don't need 30 days to decide if I'm hitting the portal. Mm -hmm. I probably know back in the regular season if I'm hitting the portal. Right. Like, Mama mama ain't talking me into it. Mm -hmm. I There's got to be some sort of different model to make the postseason, if that's what we call bowl games, more significant. Is that, I'm, I'm tired of watching Florida State in the Orange Bowl. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> Don't say that. No, they're terrible. Okay. All right, let's go to the hotline. Sorry, Claire. We got Quint, first caller of 2024. How are you, pal? Doing great, guys. How about y'all? We're doing well. Uh, I was watching the, some of these bowl games back and forth. I, well, I didn't pull a Nick Brown and watch every one of them. But I think outside of the uh, 12th, Playoff that we're going to have next year. You might see these bowls kind of take care of themselves. I'm not going to be surprised if it gets to the point that these bowls make it where they can have a greater selection of teams. And actually, some of the bowl games that were with a quote unquote lesser school but had full rosters were better games than some of the quote unquote bigger P5 schools that had all the opt outs. I yeah. mean, I know they were. They, I know Florida State, because of their undefeated record, they were stuck in a New Year's six. But I don't know if they could have beat some of the schools that eked into the bowls with a 5-7 and seven record. I mean, and you're going to get to the point where the bowl is like, we don't want you. I mean, you, you had a decent season, but half your team is opting out. We would rather have fill-in-the-blank G5 school that is coming off a of two or three wins to end the season and coming in hot and ready to go and will probably give us a better all-around game. I mean, now, I think that's a really good point because we'll use the eyeball. It's in our backyard. If the eyeball, yeah, the, they have Texas Tech and Cal this year, whatever. Like, I guess it's an okay matchup. But if they could have their own pick of the litter, they could put together a more regional matchup, which is more financially suitable for themselves. Yeah, so I, mean, I think over time you're going to see these sponsors just work it out to where it's more financially good for them. I mean, and that may mean some teams getting left out. I mean, if let's just say Florida State would have lost four games the regular season and they're played in the Monarchy Car Care Bowl, would you really be offended at Monarchy for telling them, well, you've got a good enough record, but we don't want you because you don't, you're not even bringing half your roster here? Yeah, I agree. I, I, and listen, if you're the bowl game sponsors, like I, I feel, like you said, I feel like you're going to get to that point where you feel like you should have more say so in it. Yeah, I mean, if you're writing a check to support these schools and stuff, I mean, I think that entitles you to a little bit of say about that. I mean, instead of just having, I mean, the way it is now, they seem to have like a three or four year model out there. Yeah, and you're kind of stuck taking some of the schools based on how you're slotted in. I think you're going to see that change when this 12-team playoff comes up because that 12-team playoff is going to – I don't know if there's going to be a year where teams 13 and 14 can really say, well, we had a shot at the play mm-hmm. at the championship. Yeah. I think 12 is going to kind of – I, I think Liberty proved last night that 12 covers it. Yeah. 
Liberty was a good, untested G5 team, but they couldn't even put the ball on the tee against a good Oregon team. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks, Quinn. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. I mean, what if the NCAA is like, hey, you got to, by this date, you got to tell me your number. Tell of me your dops, your roster. And now, then, I agree. And then it, it's like a bidding war. Well, like, I think, too, it's Or, got, like you said, let re, let small bowls get the regional teams. Yeah, like, because that's what's going to draw fans to their games. You know, it, when you're talking about a Bahamas Bowl, well, like, nobody's traveling to the Bahamas well, Bowl. Well, I also don't know the number. I mean, I'd be curious. I mean, maybe these, maybe these small bowl games that nobody cares about are still making a gazillion dollars. and They're paying out, like. Eight hundred to a million dollars to each team, which is outrageous to me. Like, yeah, I, I mean, maybe that's that. Maybe we're talking about a system that's quote unquote broke, and everybody behind the scenes is going, "It ain't broke. We're making money. It's not going to change." But regardless, but I mean, the product on the television's broke. Yeah, but I but I unless wonder, you're watching Bowling Green and five and seven Minnesota, I also wonder how gambling plays into this. Like, it just well, I mean, there's numbers out there somewhere. I'd be, I'd love to see them. I just, oh, I wish we had a stat guy. Poof, we could use that guy tonight. Imagine how much better Bleed Tech Blue Radio would be if we had a stat guy. I can tell you this though, and I'll tell you this for darn sure: the second them dogs get back in a bowl game, all twelve hundred gonna be there. A BC gonna be jacked. <laughs> BC is gonna come. It's on gonna board. be sweet, isn't it? Oh. Man, you remember that last bowl game we went to at the Eye Bowl against the U? I do. That was the last one, huh? That we went to. We played in the old New Orleans Bowl against what Georgia about, Southern. Uh, SMU? Oh, we went to that one in 2017. That was 2017. Yeah. Been doing this a while. Yeah, we've been doing it for a minute. They they don't call us biggest fanboys in the country yeah, for no right. reason. They sure don't. How's that coffee? Mm. A latte? Shout out to the QT. Uh, oh, just a little black coffee. Tonight. He li- yeah, black coffee black guy. Coffee you don't put any cream in there. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a little half and half in okay. there. Okay. I'm a big cream guy. Big cream guy. Yeah, like half cream, half coffee. Maybe a little ice cream coffee floating there. Or yeah, but black coffee is pretty terrible. Yeah. Well, Good for you, I think. Especially sure. if you drink the grounds. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Shout out to the QT, though. Yeah, shout out to him. Great addition to our beautiful Rustin community. All right, let's go ahead and take a timeout. We come back. Head coach of the Lady Texters, Brooke Store. Texters are on a heater. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sparse Talk, 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. It's bow time. 
Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farmville Highway in Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's jump right to the hotline. Head coach of the Lady Texters, Brooks Store, joins us. Coach, Happy New Year. How are you? Uh, Happy New Year. I'm doing uh, pretty well. It's been uh, nice to be at home for a few days, and um, you know we spent most of November and December on the road, so it's pretty good to be in our beds for uh, three consecutive nights, so uh, excited for that. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Obviously, going back to the non-conference portion of your schedule, you guys opened the season with a couple of wins, and that was followed by a nine-game losing streak. I, I know that had to be uh, especially difficult for your staff, for your players, uh, at the same time, I think you knew that you put together a challenging non-conference slate, but what what was your message to your players uh, throughout that process just to keep them all on the same page? Yeah, I think that's probably the, the thing that I'm most proud of this group, of they never splintered, they never, um, you know, that was rough. I've never experienced anything like that in all of my playing and coaching and heck, going back to when I was a kid. Um, but we knew, you know, I kept telling everybody our schedule was tough, and I think they, you know, that they all thought that that was just, oh, coach is just talking. No, the, like you can say, oh, we lost to Maine. Maine's good. They took <laughs> Indiana to, they led the entire game and lost the last two minutes. They're good, um, very solid. Richmond, what they're doing, they're very, very good. Um, those are those are really quality teams and you throw throw in the fact that we played four power fives uh on the road those are challenges and you know i look back and i go two games that got away from us that we should have won during that stretch would wouldn't obviously be the main on the day after we we have a lead at drake who is also very good and playing on back-to-back days and um you lose that one and it's a you know one possession game and then the home game to Monroe, and obviously that's disappointing, but those things happen. And I think the biggest thing is our group never wavered. Um, and I tried, to, like, I'll be honest, young people are resilient. Um, it, they forget about things a lot faster than we older people do, and it was probably more difficult on us as a staff. And, and don't get me wrong, they want to win, and they they were very disappointed, and they, they didn't like that feeling. And um, I think for us, it was trying to just make sure that we understand that, hey, we don't have Amaya Brennan back in the lineup. We're, Paris Guillory's played essentially three games for us. Um, Mackenzie Worm missed a, a, a 10-day stretch. Like, we didn't have our full roster, and you're breaking in a freshman point guard. And you, I, everyone can sit there and go, oh, well, Coach, that's a bunch of excuses. Excuses. Those are valid reasons. Now, we're not going to use that. We're just going to say, hey, we had to figure some things out. We had to grow up, and we had to learn how to best play with each other and as for us as a staff how to best play the group that we have and give them the best chance to be successful and I give them all the credit in the world they showed up every day 
and were extremely coachable, did exactly what we asked them to do. And um, sometimes momentum goes both ways. You can be really hot and things go really well for you, and then you can get in a rut, and it's really hard to get out. And until you experience a little bit of success, um, it's hard to break out of that. And so I'm proud of them for, for sticking with it. And they've said it all along, and it started with Anilor and Salma. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Um, and nobody – the other thing I kept going back to was we beat two power fives in our third year here, and it was the worst year we've had here. Um, and you, and that was in November and early December. And you go, oh, well, you beat Ole Miss and you beat uh, Alabama. And then we ended up having the worst year we've had here. And so it's all about keeping people on the same page, finding ways to keep them engaged, and honestly getting your group together in terms of your lineup and being able to play. We've been playing small without Amaya and just having her experience out there. And, you know, we had 10, 10 returners, but, you know, other than Salma, Sylvia, and Anlar, everybody else has been in a very complimentary role. And so it's just figuring those things out. They're really proud of how they've stuck together and um, gained confidence, and, and they're really moving the ball well and defending well over this last uh, few weeks. You mentioned the resiliency of this bunch. Is that something that you can notice that a group has as far as a team camaraderie aspect in the preseason, or is that something – that you really figure out once you get into games and uh, dealing with uh, the ups and downs of a season? I think it's one – I think you've got an idea of who – and I knew who I had in the locker room the entire time. And we've got a leadership council of, of four players that are pretty solid um, that are range from freshmen to, you know, fifth-year seniors and all kinds of positions and all different personalities. And um, we feel like we have a pretty good pulse on where the team is um, – at all times and spend a lot of time you know I think that's the thing that people don't understand I spend more time if I could just do x's and o's and uh you know coach my team every day I'd be like that'd be the best job in the world but you're dealing with 18 to 22 year old emotions and outside noise and all kinds of stuff that you show up every day and you're trying to just get them on the same page and sometimes you can say oh this team has great chemistry and oh they really love each other and all that and that sounds great until it gets hard. And your true character and the true um, picture of who you are shows up in those really difficult moments. And I'm proud. Like, it was – honestly, the hard part for me was watching some of them just being so upset over losing. And they don't – they know that that's not where, what we're about and that's not what we expect in this program. And – and we told them it was going to be challenging, but we got to fight through it. And I thought thought they handled that really well. But sometimes you feel helpless as a coach. You know, you can you get them in a position, and, and they got to be able to fight through it and finish it. And they've done that. Now we've got a long way to go, and we're zero and zero now. But we can take these fifteen these, these fifteen um, games that we've had in the non conference and make sure that we use those lessons as uh, a springboard and experience for conference play. You mentioned Amaya Brandon. Obviously, she missed the first 10 games of the season. But since she's gotten back, uh, you guys have won four out of five. She goes for a season-high 17 points on Saturday at Abilene Christian. Uh, I know you're happy to have her back in the lineup. No doubt. She's done a great job of just um, really working hard to get herself back to um, being – and she's not in game shape yet, and we're working working to help her through that. But it's just her experience. She's got the versatility to – play on the perimeter, play on the interior. And, you know, when you're going and playing at Texas, who is 
obviously really good, and they just lost their their best player to an ACL last week. So they're they're going to look a lot different than what they have all of non-conference. And you go to Arkansas, and you're playing six six three six two. It's a little different playing four guards against that than it, as opposed to having Amaya Brandon at the four. And so having her ability to to just bring confidence to others around her, I think is has been really beneficial. Our team was so excited. I don't think. Um, I mean, she was super excited to get cleared and get back out there, and she she felt helpless during that that stretch of just wanting to be out there with her with her teammates, and so really proud of that. Her offensive game is is coming along. Obviously, had a big game at like you said at ACU last week, but she just has a rebounding presence, a confidence um, that she brings, uh, and a comfortability with the, with the players that she's played with, and so I think that allows it allows the Gianna Morris to you know not have as much on her as a freshman and take some pressure off Robin Lee and, you know, just some different things that um, gives us the flexibility with some lineups. And, you know, we, we toyed with a two-big lineup at times, and that's hard when you're playing a, a much more athletic group that, you know, you've got to run and transition and guard the three-point line like the, the last four teams that we've played. So um, just trying to mix and match and, and make it work until she got back. But she's worked really hard, and I give a lot of credit to um, her resolve and, and just her, her work ethic. And I think she's got a renewed sense of passion uh, and purpose about her. And you know, a couple of games, she didn't score a lot at South Alabama uh, or against Cal Baptist, but her presence just from a rebounding perspective and activity, like she just has a knack for getting a hand on a loose ball or keeping a, a possession alive or getting a deflection. And she, I showed a clip uh, from South Alabama last week to our team of, she gets knocked down on a rebound attempt. She was the only one that crashed, and she got knocked down uh, basically on the baseline of our end. She went for an offensive board, and we sprint and transition defense. The ball goes the other side of the floor. She sprints back into the play and knocks it out of bounds, um, and, and they get the ball, but we, it allows us to set our defense, and we end up getting a stop. And it's just plays like that that um, just her experience, it matters. You mentioned earlier Gianna Morris getting broken into the lineup, a true freshman. Obviously, she's named Conference USA Freshman of the Week this week after her performance at Abilene Christian. Uh, how would you evaluate her progress to the, to this point, and do you feel like the game's starting to slow down uh, as you get into conference play? I think it's slowing down a lot for her. And, uh, you know, she's a competitor, and we've said it from day one. It's a little bit different playing at Sylvan Hills High School than uh, going to Texas and playing a number five team in the country against the arguably Roy Harmon, the best defensive point guard in the country, and then going to Arkansas and playing a uh, freshman All-American and uh, just those situations. And so it's the it's the time score situations. It's the end-of-quarter special situations where you're trying to go two-for-one and all those things where it's, she's starting to understand that. And she's just, she's a student of the game. She wants to, she, like, she just absorbs information um, and wants to know, she wants to do exactly what we want to want her to do. And so some of it was like just getting her relaxed and going, hey, you got to be, you, you got to do what we ask you to do, but you also got to be who you are and, and be confident in that and comfortable with that. And I think it's slowing down for her. She's been really solid offensively and just, understanding that you've got pieces around you and let's utilize those you don't have to do it all by yourself and um you know just make the easy open play and it's really helped with our ball movement and um just our balanced scoring attack but she's been pretty solid for us and just figuring out some things defensively and when to take a gamble when to use her um 
her athleticism and then understanding when she needs to take a shot and, and drive in there and make a play and get to the free throw line and when they're not going to call it um, at certain times against the bigger players. So um, it's been it's been a good process for her, but um, really proud of her growth already. And I know that that tough non-conference is going to pay big dividends for her as we get into conference play and get into those one or two possession games. You, you mentioned earlier about just getting a little bit of confidence for your team. And you go back to that Alcorn game on December 16th. You, you pull out a win at the end by two points. And following that, you guys have had a 26-point win, a 34-point road win at South Alabama, and then obviously the 17-point win at Abilene Christian. Following that Alcorn game, could you notice the change uh, maybe in mentality or the confidence aspect of the team across the roster, or is that something they kind of always carried around? No, I think it has helped. Um, I think they just needed one to open the you know floodgates a little bit. There's I think these kids feel pressure. They feel pressure a lot, and I think we all do. I mean, you're in this program for a reason, and uh, we have high expectations. But I also had to remind them of, guys, we can't control what other, you know, other people say, what other people do. All we can control are what or who's in the locker room and our effort, and our energy, and our concentration every single day. And if we show up and we give our our best every single day, then we're going to be okay because we've got enough talent in this room, and you've got to play free. And you got to play, and it's hard. Like it's really easy as coaches to say, oh, "Play with confidence, play free." But when you're trying to make a play because you're you're desperate for your team to have some success, sometimes kids can get tight in those situations. Heck, we as coaches can be that way. And it's trying to just get them to relax. And I think just experiencing that. Um, I know everybody's like, "You beat Alcorn by two. Well, you know what? This team needed to find a way to win. And I don't care if we, you know. <laughs> I don't even remember what the score was. I know we won by two, and they didn't score 50, I think. But um, we're defending pretty well, and they just needed to have something good go their way. And then they started seeing shots go down, and we started moving the ball better. And and I think when they realized, hey, if we just share it, those rhythm threes go down because you're not having to try to create and, um, you know, shoot contested shots and your shooting percentages go up and all those things. So, I think, I think it does. I think it just took some weight off of them, but I feel like that they're having fun. Um, not that they weren't having, but nobody likes to lose, and nobody wanted to lose, and um, that isn't fun, and it is stressful. But I think that, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, the man in the arena, and if you're not in the battle with us every day um, and you're not in that locker room and you're not showing up every day giving your best for your team, then, you know, we don't have to take that that outside noise. What and I, Heck, I told him, I said, look, my mom wants to give me uh, coaching advice and criticism when I get home. I don't want to listen to that. Um, and she's not in the locker room every day, so I don't have to listen to that. We're going to show up every day and, and give our best. And I and this group, to their credit, has done that. And I love them, and I've said it all along, and I'll say it even now as we've won four in a row. Um, we're still growing, and I don't think we've played. Like, we're still not rebounding the ball the way I think we can. I think there's still so many things that we can get to defensively and we're going to need that growth and that continued growth as we go through the conference season but um you know I just think they needed something to go their way and and they're having fun and that's that's been really cool to see last question we'll let you get out of here obviously conference play starts up Saturday afternoon 2 p.m tip against Sam Houston State uh also be a celebration 50 years of Lady Texter basketball this weekend uh, I know you must really enjoy getting some of your former teammates back and former Lady Texters uh, into Ruston this weekend. 
uh, to celebrate Lady Texter's basketball. Yeah, it's pretty special. You know, 50 years, it's hard to believe. I'm going to give away my age here, but freshman year, we uh, celebrated our 25th anniversary um, and then beat UConn the next day, and that was pretty awesome. Uh, packed house, but uh, I'm excited for our players uh, to be able to be around people like Angela Turner and Teresa Weatherspoon, where they see their you know jerseys or, the, or their numbers hanging the rafters every day, and to be able to hear their stories and what being a lady texter meant to them and how it how it, it has impacted their lives and all of our lives. You know, I know that I'm I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity, and that's why I have a, such a personal investment in this job and and why I came back is every opportunity that I've had as a young adult and a professional and now as an old adult is because I had the opportunity to be a student athlete here at Louisiana Tech and be a part of this program. And so to have Miss Hogue back and Coach Barmore at the game on Saturday and, um, you know, all those, those people back, it's always special. And any time that we can have our players be around them, um, I think it's, it's extremely important. Um, we name drills after our All-Americans, and so when we, you know, call out Barmore Basics or Pam Kelly Finishes or any of those, they know who those people are, and um, I think it's pretty special. And so when you put that jersey on, it means something and certainly means something to this region and to this state and, and all of women's college basketball when you look at the, um, the fabric of our game. No doubt. Well, appreciate it, Coach. Uh, looking forward to a fun weekend out at the TAC. Uh, good luck this weekend, and uh, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Brooke Storr, head coach of the Lady Texters, joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radios. The Lady Texters have won four in a row. Look to keep it going this weekend at home against Sam Houston State. Like I mentioned, that's a 2 p.m. tip-off on Saturday afternoon, celebrating 50 years of Lady Texters basketball. Go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Talk some Dunkin' Dogs. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, DQ fans, the leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like snickerdoodle cookie dough, pumpkin pie, Oreo hot cocoa, caramel fudge cheesecake, Reese's peanut butter cup pie, and the choco dipped strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats, and they're only at participating DQ locations. Where happy, it tastes good. Oh, courtesy. Great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? 
Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC Vic Ace, John Taylor. Always love having Brooks Store on one of my favorite guests. Yeah, big weekend this weekend of the tech. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you got Saturday celebrating 50 like we, yep. Uh, yep. Like we mentioned. Yep, and Ben, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the spirit groups, the cheerleaders, really? the Regal Blues. They got a big old showcase on, on Sunday? Sunday. Yep, three o'clock, and the Rustin High cheerleaders and dance team, I think, may be performing there too. They're gonna be bringing it's a lot gonna, of heat. Yeah, there's a, it's a big weekend of the tack, so we're gonna need to get on down there, support them. They do a lot. Is ben. it free? Yeah, every game. Is yeah, it free? I think so. Sure. Okay. If it's not, tell them it's on Bleed Tech Blue. You're on the tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know they do a lot. They're at every game, believe it or not. These spirit groups, Ben. Uh, every they game. Are. Yep, Always a whole bunch there. of them. Always flipping around and dancing, so we need to go support them. I agree. Yeah. Shout out to the Regal Blues. Shout out to the, they the Lady Texter Cheer Squad. Or sure, the Tech Cheer yep. Squad. Nope, all the above. Okay. Yeah, man, you seem to have a real good grasp on this whole deal. Sure do. Sure uh, do. Glad you got that mention in there. Yeah, I just feel like we needed to. It yeah. is free. I've heard okay. from the people. It's free. So uh, you know, good little outing with the fam. Yeah, good opportunity. You think your girls are going to? I don't cheer. tell them about it. You don't, you don't think the, your girls are going to cheer one day? No, let me tell you something. Don't tell them about it. Don't tell your kids. Final weekend of the NFL. Oh. BC ain't heading to the tech. Not this weekend. Okay. Yeah, if you want to yeah, film it, yeah. you want to film it, send it to me. We'll watch it. You can get the kids out of the house. So you can Is it on TV. ESPN Plus? No, probably not. Okay. Might, might get the wife <laughs> to take the girls. I'll keep Shep. Okay, it's, I've also heard it's just the tech cheer squad, not the lady texters cheer squad because I, I it makes sense ben because they, like yeah, yeah they I, cheer for everything yeah, that's on me yeah that's on me I'll, you should have known better that. yeah, yeah. I, I knew that one. yeah yeah whoo man might get the wife out there though yeah and you can't film it i've heard too you can't oh it's like a prep for their national yeah you can't film it. it's it's so secret you, yeah i know i get it now i get it no filming it not on espn no but they will be on espn when they go to disney True. world in a few weeks yep yeah, and do the real competition. I got it. You tell Mrs. BTB, take the girls, you and old Shep, hang out at the house, watch, watch ball. football. Okay, that's what I do sometimes. I'm like, hey, how'd the fantasy team turn out Woo! this year? Ben took the heart out. Wasn't a good year. Yeah, stat guy came back, told me I've lost four of nine seasons. Batting four forty four. I don't got any more excuses, but all right. hey, I'll take same an titles L. as me. I'll take an L if it means you lost another championship. Yeah, because you love to do it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Love to win some cash, too. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dunkin' Dogs, 9-5 and five overall. 6 p.m. tip tomorrow night against Dallas Christian College. Beck, I don't know. Ho- hold on a sec. I got to tell you this because I read tapes this off earlier, and th- you will lose it. Dallas Christian Basketball. By the way, uh, guess their mascot. The Crusaders. The Shepherds. Oh. The okay. Crusaders. Okay, I got you. All right, they're three and ten overall. If that tells you a little bit, look at their coaching staff. They only got two coaches. Probably won't fill up their end of the bench if I were guessing. All right, listen to these games they've played this year. <laughs> North American University four point dub. Okay. University of North Texas at Dallas, not the Mean Green, dropped it by twenty seven. Played an exhibition at Dallas Baptist. They don't list the score. No, they don't list the score. No, it wasn't pretty. Uh, I can find it. I can click on the history. It doesn't tell me. Dallas. What was? What is this team's name? Dallas Christian College. At, uh, home game against Texas A and M Texarkana. Dropped it by eleven. 
at Northwestern State. Don't list a score. Said it's an exhibition. Road game at Southwestern Assemblies of God University in Waxahachie, Texas. Yep, they fell by 51. Spurgeon College lost by four. Texas A&M Corpus Christi were calling an exhibition. Not listing the score. Okay. Road game at Midwestern State University, Texas. Yep, we're dropping that one by 33. Uh, road game at Southeastern Oklahoma State University in Durant, Oklahoma. Lost by 41. Oof. Uh, road game at UT Tyler. Nah, lost by 25. Road game at Texas A&M Commerce. Yep, not listing a score. That's an exhibition. And this one right here will get you. Road game at Washita Baptist University. Lost by 49. Champion Christian got him by 22. But, fear not, my friend. They bounced back with a five-point home win over Kansas Christian. Uh, and then they knocked off Southwest Adventist University by 34. They got their little niche, don't they? Before they went up to Fort Smith, Arkansas, at the University of Arkansas, Fort Smith, and fell by 14. So, here's I say all that to say this. Dogs will roll. Texas three in a row. How do you how do you prepare if you're if you're tech if you're Dallas Christian? Are you like guys nameless faceless opponent? Here's the deal. I don't have a score on the 2023 game, yeah. but I do have a score on the 2022 Dallas Baptist versus Dallas Christian. Yeah, 107 to 54. Okay, so and let me tell you something. Dallas Baptist plays D two hoops, so not exactly yeah. a power. If it's anything like it was the year before, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, probably not. Probably why they don't list the score. Hey. It's called an exhibition. And be done with it. Them a little oh, they also trip. play this afternoon against Texas A&M, Texarkana, on their way to the Dogs. Texarkana, it's probably one building, don't you think? Oh, without a doubt. Used to be a high school, and now it's a... Went to Texarkana recently. Place is busting at the seams. It's Just right growing, there. Just growing. Right there next to <laughs> Texas and Arkansas. Woo! Indiana. Shout it's out right to you, there. Texarkana, you know? Texas. So the Dogs have lost three in a row. They open conference play on Saturday on the road at Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State seven and eight overall. But Beck, that seventy three seventy win at Grand Canyon, boy, it hurt. It was a tough one. Like I haven't had too many moments in my life here recently where tech athletic events have really got me in the heart. Mm. Hurt. That one hurt. Seattle loss in overtime, it hurt. Buzzer beater at St. Louis hurt even more. And I gotta tell you something. About Talvin Hester's squad, I love them. I love the boys. I We talked about it a few weeks ago. I think this team, they're going to go dancing. I think me and Rafe are on the same page. And I know some people will say, oh, it's been 30-something years. I ain't going dancing. Well, this is the year. Because I choose to believe optimistic. Op- be optimistic. Don't hurt yourself. Chill out. Robbie and Chalmette. He calls in. He's talking about balling on this guy, balling on that guy, banging on Rafe. Like, Robbie and Chalmette don't know. I believe in this squad. But I'll say this. They got to learn to finish. If you can't finish, you're not going to win. How how much tougher is it to finish on the road versus at home? It, much tougher on the road, obviously. Text two and five on you the road. You just feel like you could almost feel it be a little timid. Well, I, I just here's what I feel like happens on the road. You hit the under four timeout. You're in a tight game, say five points this way or five points the other way, and every single possession becomes more critical. And so I feel like at times you almost take the air out of the basketball where you sit there and say, all right, got to get into this set, we got to get into that set, 
We've got to work the shot clock a little bit. We've got to get a good shot. And you look up, and there's six on the shot clock, and you're forced to rush. And so I, I feel like they've kind of fallen into that trap a little bit. But at the same time, this is scheduling the non-conference. doesn't have any power fives on it, but Talvin Hester accomplished his goals. He went on the road, played a good Grand Canyon team, played a good St. Louis team, played a good Seattle team. New Mexico obviously tested Louisiana Tech, and Colorado State's a top-20 team last time I checked. Now, I ain't checked a poll in a couple weeks, so don't quote me on that. But I think this team has the makings of being something special. Sean Newman, 26 assists, four turnovers in his last four games since returning from injury. Daniel Bacho, yep, 19-11-2 in his last three games. Really stepped up as a scorer. ISO's balling hey. out. Bacho, you big Bacho guy. Yeah, big Bacho guy, and I don't, I don't watch a lot of basketball, and this may be pretty true of a lot of centers, but that dude takes a beating really every does. game. He really does. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of person. First of all, he he's is. down there getting big slapped, dude. bumped in. I mean, he just gets beat up, and there's a part of me that's like, man, as a university, we just pay for this dude's education, and then we just put him on the court to get beat up. Oh, is that what you think? I feel You're it. real soft. I'm getting soft. I feel yeah, it sometimes, but then I'm, you know, I'm real thankful for. Can't him. imagine what you think of a football player. <laughs> I don't know what. what do you go count the bruises pads. after? They it? got pads. I feel a little better. Dear about it. Lord, somebody help this I'm guy. I'm just saying. I just Bacho plays with a lot of intensity. He's a bony guy. Can you imagine trying to keep him? He's pretty tough. He's tough and bony. He's about two thirty five, but about six eight seven. About, how tall is six eleven? He? He's six eleven. Yeah, tall he, drink of water. He dunk on you. Oh my gosh. Dear Lord, I hope so. Five eleven on a good day. <laughs> uh, Tech's got to shoot free throws better. Not exactly uh, jaying it up from the free throw line. I think they were 5 of 11 the other night at Grand Canyon. Not great. Obviously have to get better in that respect. Uh, also, you look at the three-game losing streak. St. Louis, Seattle, Grand Canyon. Opponent shot 48% from three-point range. That's not a winning percentage. And this Tech team's too good defensively to allow that to continue. I'll be watching that tomorrow against Dallas. Christian, yeah, I get yeah. it. Like, nameless, faceless opponent, but don't let them get a bunch of clean three balls off. Take care of your business. Go on the road. Start conference play with a win on Saturday at Sam Houston State. All right, Dave, that's our Dunkin' Dogs Lady Texas report. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Be back right after this. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal Housing Lender Member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. 
Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. I'll never forget that moment. Never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. It started with a phone call. I got the text when I was at work. My first call up ever as a member of the National Guard. This was it, the real deal. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires, how they were getting dangerously close to homes. It was amazing to be a part of this massive operation. Helicopters were going up with huge buckets to drop water on the fires. Some of the guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. We went out in Humvees to help with the evacuations. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Discover what it means to be a citizen soldier, to serve locally as well as globally. Look into the benefits including career skills and money for college. Take a moment. Go to NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hayes, John Taylor. And he was listening. Robbie and Shelmet, how are you, pal? Hey, boy, what's up there? Happy New Year's, huh? Happy New Year, pal. Yeah, we got the week off, and I was at Harris, and we went to a little auction man, buying them, gambling and whatnot. You know, it started Saturday, and then the dogs were playing Grand Canyon, and, uh, you know, I heard Ben talking about Bacho, Bacho, man. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? You, know, you got to improve your free throw shooting. Because you can't go on the road and win games and not get it done at the foul line. You know what I'm saying? That's something we can work on. I used to work on it, actually. You know, I used to work on it. Everybody should be working on that. I think Coach T knows that. I don't know better than Coach. But, you know, if you're not succeeding at the charity stripe, then you're not going to win a lot of games, especially coming into crunch time. Oh, I got to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Robbie's not wrong. You know, we've had a, dude, had this problem My for – I can't get yeah. over Coach T. And Coach T. <laughs> a few years ago we had a, we had a free throw problem and we decided the way you work on free throws is you just you just shoot them at practice just practice, practice them <laughs> now there's point. coaches get creative on high pressure situations you know the whole team i've seen the uh if you shoot if you however many out of 5 you miss the whole team besides you runs oh, suicides yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah. a little bit that's creates some pressure i would imagine they uh, probably do that yeah I wouldn't be on the team very long they would hate not me not a great foul nope, shooter not a great foul shooter it's a whole mental thing for me it's the yips uh but you're a big three ball guy. Big three ball. Yeah, because everybody's fine with a 30% free 
three ball, you know. Unnamed Texture says our freshman point guard, Gianna Morris, has played against some of the best point guards in the country this year and has held her own and continues to improve. Bright future. Yeah. Shout out to you, Gianna, Conference USA Freshman of the Week. How are the ladies shooting the free throws? Are they shooting them pretty good? Probably pretty good. Uh, stat guy took the stats down. No, he took them down. Yeah, I can't yeah. see him right now. I uh, X'd out of that on the old. It's on a little coffee break. On the old laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to hear a Louisiana Tech Athletics year in review? Let's do it. You, so, got, you got some stats. You printed uh, this one off. Oh, yeah. I sent you the script. Did you see it? <laughs> I know you're a big prep guy. Yeah. Oh, coffee boy. Uh, all right, I did six sports. This is 2023 only, okay? Take a guess what the football team did. Three and nine. Yep. Yep. That's become pretty easy for us to memorize. Yep. Yep. Baseball squad finished 28 and 31. Okay. Softball. I didn't realize, I guess I didn't realize they were under 500. That's a tough year. That's a tough year. Big year to bounce back here in 2024. Yep. Cole McConnell's back. Ready to watch him hit some Your boys. Ready to watch him takes. <laughs> We're going to have to get his baseball When does baseball in. season start? February? Yeah, mid-February. Mid-February? Yeah. I need to go ahead and tell old Mrs. BTB that, uh, let me uh, check that here for you. Stat guy's back to work. <laughs> tell old Mrs. BTB on February 16th, BC's going to be out the house. And if she wants to come too, she better find somebody to keep the kids. Mm. Mm. It'll be a cold one. Probably be a little chilly against Northern Colorado. I'm sure oh, they'll, they'll, they'll love it. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was, they look like the Bears. Okay. Softball team, Josh Taylor. We'll catch up with Coach Taylor here in a few weeks. Uh, they had a good year, 32-24. and 24. Lost in the first round of the conference tournament, but all in all, successful year. Men's basketball, 16-17 and 17 the last calendar year. Women's basketball in the last calendar year, 17-17. and 17. Of course, that coincides with uh, four straight wins to end the year. So, what Brooks says is not how you start, how you finish. Yeah, that's right. She ain't lying. She ain't lying. And then finally, bowling team. 2023, four first-place finishes. Yeah, there's probably not much of a record in bowling. No, uh, I went on the bowling site, checked it out. They just say what place they finish. First, how many, third, How many fourth. tournaments they have? Probably about 10. Okay, that's pretty good. 40% mark. Yeah, that's great. I wish I could bowl a strike. I use the gutters. Can we do a live show from a bowling? Do they have tournaments they host here? I don't believe so. Okay. Our, our lanes aren't regulation lanes. Our lanes, yes. So where do they practice? At our lanes. Okay, but do they close it out? Because it's obviously open to students as well, right? I mean, Well, I mean, the football just... team doesn't close off the practice field, so why would the bowl team? Oh, sorry. They're probably holding open practices without, <laughs> without announcing see. it. So here's where they've had tournaments so far. 2023-2024. New Orleans, they finished second. Houston finished first. Woodbridge, Virginia, they finished fourth. Uh, coming up here next Monday, they'll travel out to Las Vegas, Nevada for the Storm and Blue and White Vegas Classic. I love it. Uh, January 19th, they'll go to the Northeast Classic in Newcastle, Delaware. They'll travel to Prairie View in Arlington, Texas on January 26th. They'll host the Bulldog Classic on February 9th in Fort Worth. I guess our home field's in Fort Worth. Uh, the Midwinter Invitational, Jonesboro. 
They'll travel to Smyrna, Tennessee to take on Vandy in March. They also had the Conference USA Championships in March. So that's a good breakdown for you. Okay. You can watch those live, by the way. I'll get the website for you. Not ESPN Plus. They deserve it. As the most winning program on campus right now, they deserve it. What are some of your goals for the athletics? You know, I think uh, baseball, obviously, was interesting because, you know, Coach Burroughs said last year that they brought in a lot of transfers, a lot of guys that maybe weren't starters at bigger-time schools. Would you agree with that? Yes. Maybe some SEC schools, and you were thinking, hey, they're there. There are some players. Right. But he admitted to us this year that said, hey, that doesn't always mean – you know that that those guys are better than the guys at the JUCOs, and baseball is different. Probably the only sport where JUCOs are really truly relevant in in that yeah. capacity. I mean, you can get some football players for some JUCOs, but typically they're just not as athletic or whatever. Yeah, you know. But a baseball player, you know, you get a shortstop or something. I mean, his numbers don't lie. I mean, yes, their competition may be a little down, but if the dude ain't having errors, he ain't having errors. Yeah, if remember the old show numbers never yeah, lie. That's right. If he's putting the ball in play, he's, he's putting the ball in play. Yeah. So uh, this year, I think. Uh, it may have been a learning experience for Coach Burrows. For whatever reason, that team didn't gel quite like you liked it. You had Cole a guy like Cole McConnell. Uh, yeah, but he ain't a 20-win guy, is he? Uh, maybe a 20-homer guy. Which can get you a few more wins. So, anyways, rebooted. Uh, I think they learned a hard lesson last year. Let's get Look, back competing for a conference yeah, title. Got to expect that. Go be a challenge. Dallas Bath pretty good. Football, basketball. We'll start, I mean, basketball's got a lot, dance. a lot of expectations. You're saying dance. Uh, this is a team that's different. This is a team that I've we haven't been this excited this early in a long time. I know we just lost three close ones. I'd rather do that in non-conference than in conference. Three losses by a total of ten points. Mm. I can live with that. Uh, that, that. Basketball's got momentum right now. They do. Football. I'm not going to sit here and tell you they got a ton of momentum. Third season, three and nine. If you're Coach Cumbie, you gotta you gotta figure out a way to get people excited. And I don't know if that's a big name coming in and transfers. Um, you well, have, you had an idea. You want to put uh, was it nameplates all over the city of the new players? Nameplates all over the city, like banners, it. so we can get the note of the squad. Yeah, something you gotta like jack them up. Yeah, get, maybe we should have a football parade. Each guy speaks one by one. Let's maybe wait till after we win a bowl game or something. Uh, but you got, I mean, you had a mass exodus of starters. So it's going to be a totally new team next year. People are pretty frustrated. You got to find a way to, to, to get some life back into the program, get some life back into the fans excitement. Uh, that's the, that's obviously the biggest uphill battle we got going on campus right now. Would you agree? Football? Yeah, I, I would say so. I think it's a tough landscape too. Yeah. Talk about college football, NIL portal. Do you see Liberty today? No, what happened? The old starting quarterback entered the portal. He got beat so bad and sent him out. Uh, 44 touchdowns, six picks, and he said sayonara. You want to, you want to come here? Uh, I think he's probably going to go to Auburn, play for his old coach, old Hugh Freeze. Okay. The old uh, Auburn Tigers need a – they need to reboot themselves, you know? Yeah. They're not going to recover from that Alabama game for a while. You don't think? No. I tell you what, that's the, a tough one. The, we talk a lot of negatives, and listen, we opened in the opening segment talking about the college football playoff. I think it was the best day for college football in quite some time. But I'll tell you this: that dead gum transfer portal will tick me off. Okay. I mean, we had Anthony Morrow on. I would imagine we've surpassed three thousand players in the portal. Like what? 
you know how like when you were in middle school and everybody hung out at a certain spot at lunch or like a certain spot at before school you mm-hmm. hung out in the gym yep transfer portal <laughs> seems where guys hang yeah. out these days yeah and i would I'm, I'm sure we can get it but i'd love to see the numbers on how many of those people actually land places uh i think it's pretty low right yeah it's about 60 percent i think yeah which that's way higher than i thought still pretty low 40 yeah. percent can't find a yeah. house you're, you're a lot of those 40 percent are probably guys that coach said hey i won't say the the cut word but you're cut yeah you can go to the portal if you want sitting there he's hiring uh <laughs> yeah gents. this is uh it's just not that fun it's it feels it's really annoying <laughs> the more it happens you're like well especially when you lose like liberty like you just went 13 and one your quarterback leaves a portal like if you're the athletic problem, you're going to be like, dog. what the heck do I got to do? Yeah. like And Liberty's got money. Like, they pay the guy if they want to. It's just land of opportunity, BC. I guess so. Let's go ahead and take our final time out of the night. We come back, put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. New Bud Light Seltzer, huh? Yep. And it tastes like a hard seltzer, not a beer? Yep. So it's light and refreshing? Yep. With a hint of fruit flavor? Yep. And 100 calories? Yep. You said this is Bud Light Seltzer? Yep. Well, I need to try it. Yep. Oh, that tastes great. Yep. Now, wait, are you just yupping me? Nope. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beers, beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday night, January the 2nd. Man, Drew, you're fired up tonight, buddy. Can't read any of your text on there, but... Good to hear. Good to hear from you, though, Drew. Hope you're doing well, pal. Happy New Year. Uh, Ed says... Tech softball will be our best program, loaded with pitching 
and transfers will be better than Siaco. Uh, Louisiana softball is lit with Tech, ULL, LSU, and McNeese. Pitching with Tech baseball is still a big question. Yeah, I think talk Tech baseball. The, the pitching staff will be the question mark. You got to re- replace old Jonathan Fitcher. Still recovering hey. from losing our boys, Cade Gibson, Trigger. Hey. Tompkins is off to the Pirates. Poor guys play for the Pirates. Yeah. Poor guy. Ain't going to make a dime. Um, <laughs> they don't pay you too much. They, with pay, me, they pay me more here at Bleed Take Blue Radio. And we don't pay much. Which ain't much. No, we don't. Um, let's see here. What what do we got planned for next week? So I talked with Kay McGuire, Tech Basketball SID. Uh, hoping to have a Tech Basketball player on next week. That's in the plans. Excited for that one. Yep. But we haven't be a first-timer. Be a first-timer, yep. God, they probably need a little rest. Do we day. like the player interviews? Yeah, I do. I, we haven't done near as many this year as we did last year. but I know you're ticked off about that. Yeah, I think it brings a little juice. Helps, You know, we're all about, like I said, I think if you're going to get some fan engagement, fans got to know who the players are. And for the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that listen to this podcast, I think it's important that we give them something to... I'll to tell you them. what, the, the month of November, the numbers were up tremendously. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably been our most downloaded podcast season of all time. So we're excited about that. Uh, last thing before we get out of here, who you got in the college football playoff national championship? I really think – I think it's going to be oh, a we good game. going to pick a score. Yeah, we will. We got two weeks for that. Uh, one, bro. One, bro. What is it, this weekend? Yeah, this next Monday. Well, Monday night football. They only get a week. Yeah. You don't think they can handle a week off? They just got – Month and a half. I know, but that kind of. I thought it was two weeks. No. Okay. Everybody relax. Ain't the Super Bowl. Quit stalling, bro. Unnamed texture said, "Get Ben Ponder on." <laughs> I. That's what I said. Might have to get Ponder on one day. Uh, I think Michigan wins. I do. What's the score? Lines four and a half. I believe it's going to be in the twenties. Total. Twenty. Hold on. 48-24-31, maybe. Maybe not even that much. 24-17. Oh, you think real low scoring. You think yeah, they I shut think down it, Michael Penix. Yeah, I sure do. Wow. Well, thank the Lord the game's kicking off at 630. Mm. Got a total there? Yeah, 55 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. probably not 24-17. You don't think? It's going to say probably right. not. <laughs> what do I know? Dave, what you got? Uh, I'm thinking. Hmm. Big Washington guy over there. <laughs> uh, probably 31-30 Michigan. Dave, if we get 31-30, I'll lose here. it. I'll lose it. That'd be awesome. Give me uh, Mich- I think that's what we're. I think we're going to get a classic. Give me Michigan 30 to 22. It's a 30 to 16 yeah. game. Yeah. And they kick a couple field goals, make it 30 oh, 22. Oh, how about that? That's yeah. pretty close to what I said, and you just, yeah. You right. said 24 17. I said 24-31 at first, maybe 24-17. I don't know. I don't so, think y'all gonna... got Michigan covering? Yeah, I do. Barely. Yeah. I'm a big hardball. Yeah. Basically by a touchdown. It'll be interesting, though, because Penix can bust it wide open. Penix pretty good at slinging the field. I think I'm going to put my money on Washington to cover and see. See, I think if you're Washington, your goal is to, I mean, you got to hit them early. Well, I think Washington does a good job of playing that underdog card. Yeah, that's what Liberty yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair point, Tate. Fair it's been point. a fun show. Stephen <laughs> A. Watch. says the Chargers need to hire Jim Harbaugh, so that probably won't happen. 
Been a fun show tonight. I want to thank Brooks Store for joining us. For John Tabor, for Beth Cage, I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you.